begin listening to the Jake Damon program, press 1. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to episode five of the Jake Damon program. My name, of course, is Jake Damon. And so sorry, it's been like a month since my last episode, since episode five, four. Hold on. I just said what the episode was. I'm up to four episodes. So this is episode five. Yes. So it's been like a month or so. I mean, last episode I posted was March 13th and today is April 9th. So about four days away from a month ago. A couple reasons for that. Uh, Just a lot of things happening. I went up to... Western New York where my grandparents live and they they got some property somewhere nearby where they live. They just sold their house and now they're trying to clear out brush to build a new house. So my dad, my brother and I went up there for the weekend and stayed in this little cabin that they have out there and we uh, cut trees and it was a lot of fun. So there was that. Then a few weeks later, I guess I could have done a podcast episode in there, but I didn't. I think I was just too, I was unfocused. But uh, a little while after that, uh, we had to travel. Then we went down to see my parents this last weekend. I should probably silence my phone um, so that I could celebrate my 24th birthday which I am calling my golden birthday. I mean, usually your golden birthday is the day that you were born is whatever year your golden birthday is. So if you were born on the, you know, the 15th, then then your golden birthday is uh, when you turn 15. Mine is April 5th uh, and I missed my golden birthday because I had no idea what a golden birthday was. But my favorite number is 24 for reasons that I don't quite fully understand. I guess like my dad, I think introduced us to NASCAR or something at a young age. I don't really watch NASCAR at all anymore. Neither does my dad, but I just remember him liking Jeff Gordon, who's number 24. And ever since then, I've just adapted number 24 as my favorite number. And I try and use it whenever possible. Uh, and my wife got me like a little Jeff Gordon car. It's, it's fun. That's fun. Um, but I'm calling this my golden birthday because I am 24. Um, so what did I get for my birthday? Thanks for asking. I got a duffel bag, uh, for the main purpose of putting some patches on. I have like a little Indiana Jones patch. I should post pictures of these patches Got a little Indiana Jones patch, Indiana Jones in the temple of doom, which I picked up at star Wars celebration last year. Or Orlando, so two years ago, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Also, a Star Wars celebration is going on right now in Chicago. I can't go. It sucks, but that's the way of life. Um, but yeah, I have this Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom patch. My dad said he would get me the other two, so I'm waiting on those. Uh, I have a Moss Eisley Spaceport uh, patch. And on the bottom it says, you will never find a... Um, Excuse me, I burped. You will never find a 
more wretched hive of scum and villainy, uh, which of course Obi Wan says, old Ben. Um, and I also have what's the other one? Oh, a New Hope, like triangular uh, patch, and I think it would look really cool on the bag. So I'll uh, try and remember to put up three pictures of those on the Twitter page for the podcast, which is of course at the JD Program. Uh, and you can find everything having to do with this podcast on there, or you can follow me over on Twitter at Jake Damon, D-A-M-O-N. And I kind of cross-promote on there, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, all that being said, I apologize for the month-long wait. I did say, I actually can't remember if I said this or not, but I, I, I can't promise any form of consistency on here. I just do it when I can, when I want, and uh, when I put another episode up, I just put out the word and people can listen if they want. Um, I'm averaging about 10 plays per episode right now. So I've got at least 10 listeners that uh, enjoy what I do. So thank you and want to hear what I have to say, which is a miracle, honestly. So that brings me to the topic I wanted to discuss today, which is, let me take a drink, pause for effect. Uh, the big question that I put out on Twitter about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, I can't remember. Uh, I said the question for my next podcast episode, what's your biggest prediction for Avengers Endgame? And now since the last episode of my podcast came out, there's been a lot of promotional material coming out uh, for Avengers Endgame. We've got posters, we've got teasers, clips, um, all doing a very good job at hiding what is going to happen because we don't know. The Russo brothers have come out and said that anything shown in these trailers has been from the first, you know, third or quarter or whatever from the first act of the film mainly which is awesome because I love that I love because I am the type of person that kind of has to watch everything that comes out you know if Star Wars has trailer I gotta watch every one I gotta watch every one and same thing for Avengers Endgame and any any Marvel movie I gotta see all the trailers but if they don't give us anything in those trailers that gives away any of the stories or if they put out less trailers, if they take away my ability to spoil a film for me, I like that a lot because I can't spoil it even if I want to. I can't get it spoiled for me even if I want to. So, But I do like uh, talking about what could happen. I like the speculation of it all. So we're going to go right into this. Uh, I put out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram the question, what's your biggest prediction for Avengers Endgame? By the way, I am more excited for Avengers Endgame than I think I have been for any movie in history besides maybe The Force Awakens. Um, So I'm very excited to see what happens with it. So... Let's go to Facebook first. Uh, Again, the question is, what's your biggest prediction for Avengers Endgame? We got a lot of joke answers on here, a lot of serious answers. We'll we'll just read through them. We'll just read through them. Uh, Brooklyn Vale says, Reed Richards is mentioned. We get World Breaker Hulk and Tony Stark doesn't die. Now, uh, I'm not really a, I, you know, I'm, I, I need to learn about who World Breaker Hulk is. I'm, I, I'm actually going to pull up some research here. Uh, sorry, this is great, great uh, programming right now. 
Um, I'm just going to Wikipedia this, even though that's for Star Wars. Uh, let's do World Breaker Hulk. Okay. This is what it has to say about World Breaker Hulk. Um, uh, how? Okay, so apparently he's really powerful. Uh, World Breaker Hulk. Let's go to Quora. Quora. Uh, somebody said, how powerful is World Breaker Hulk? Um, well, this is interesting, isn't it? We haven't seen much of World Breaker Hulk aside from these two occurrences. So there's two comic occurrences, I guess, of World Breaker Hulk. Um, I'm try Well, all I see here is a picture of him saying i'll hate you forever and then he steps on the ground and like literally the entire city is destroyed so whatever let's see world breaker hulk i'm sorry i'm just gonna go in into this uh, uh let's see I'm trying to find something on it i can't i should have done research uh so who is World Breaker Hulk? Here we go. To cut it short, World Breaker Hulk is just World War Hulk using his powers to the full extent. In other words, he's just cutting loose. It has been hinted time and time again that the Hulk emits gamma radiation and more so when he is angered. World War Hulk is the first Hulk to actually emit so much gamma radiation it becomes a weapon. The first showing of this energy was when he almost sunk the east coast of the United States by taking a mere step which released... His devastating power. So that gives you a little bit idea of who World Breaker Hulk is. That'd be interesting. Um, also, he says Reed Richards is mentioned. I like that a lot. I think that now that the Fox merger is done and they have all these uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men characters, they can start to seed in these little references and things, kind of like how they did with uh, Stephen Strange and in, in uh, Captain America Civil uh, not Civil War, but uh, the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be great. And he said Tony Stark doesn't die. I don't think he'll die either. I think that is going to be Captain America, which is my personal biggest prediction. Uh, Benjamin Hart says the Avengers kill Thanos within the first 30 minutes of the movie. And then Sean, uh, Giroux, uh, replies Superman cameos and kills them all. Um, he may not die within the, mo in the first 30 minutes, but I, I, uh, a friend of mine, Colton Costner, uh, had reached out to me and said that his theory was that since all of the scenes shown are from the first third of the movie, uh, perhaps, um, there is a scene in there where the three of, uh, main Avengers, you know, you got Hulk, Iron Man, or not Hulk, but, uh, Thor, Iron Man, and, uh, Captain America are walking toward, uh, Thanos. And, uh, there's a speculation that that could be in the first 30 minutes of the movie. And uh, maybe they get their asses handed to him again, Infinity War style. Uh, but this time they decide to go back in time and uh, figure out what to do a little bit later in the movie. Um, so what I'm saying is you could be seeing Thanos earlier than you might have originally thought. Uh, Susan Bourne says, I think the ones that disappeared when Thanos snapped his fingers are in a different dimension. Now, yes, this is also a popular theory. In the comics, I believe, I haven't quite finished the Infinity War comic line. I'm about two-thirds of the way done, I think, or oh, halfway done, I think. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet, comic book, I should say. Um, 
it's revealed that they get sent to the Soul Stone in the Soul Dimension. And Adam Warlock is in there and everything who's being introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at the end he's introduced. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Ryan. Sorry, there's a bubble in my throat. Ryan McCowan. Love that guy. Uh, he says, Ant-Man's daughter is revealed to be the true mastermind behind everything, and every MCU character has been a piece in her game, the true endgame. So it could be revealed that Ant-Man's daughter is just playing a game, and that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and then he goes on to say in a new comment, besides that major twist, here are some extra speculations. The Avengers argue over which of them must compete against Thanos in a board game of Thanos' choice, hence the title, and whoever loses gets dusted. Bruce Banner finally goes to anger management. Hawkeye is drafted into the Hunger Games. Rocket and Goose fall in love because animals. And he said the rest of the Avengers. Oh, no, I got to find because it was cut off. I took a screenshot of it. And then I guess there was more to the comment. So I've got to find it again. I said the rest of the Avengers don't know what else to do, so they establish a restaurant franchise called Avenge Burger. Allegedly, their Infinity Fries are the best Earth has to offer. That is a very good theory, Ryan. Uh, Zach Arnold from the IPC podcast. Go follow them, listen to them. They've got great programming over there. Says Nebula kills Thanos, just like in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Yes, I th- I think there's about a I'm leaning towards like 95% chance that is going to happen. We could be completely wrong, but that happens in the comics and I like the sound of that. I feel like she Oh yeah, Ben goes Ben Hart uh replies, "Totally agree. She's the one that deserves to kill him the most." Uh and then Sean Giroux again replies to Zach Arnold saying, "Roadrunner and Co- Coyote uh Wiley Coyote meet with Acme Put aside their differences and crush Thanos like a bug. I like that. Uh, Matt Beer from Movie Battlegrounds, which I have competed in a few times now, uh, is very fun. Go check out their YouTube channel. I think it's called Full Metal Media. Um, he says Galactus will appear at some point. I don't think that's going to happen personally in Avengers Endgame. I think that they have a lot to focus on in that movie and wrap things up. But it is part of the Fox acquisition. I think there's a big chance that Galactus could, in fact, be the uh, next big bad for the next, like, three phases or so. I think that'd be awesome. Um, so there are those Facebook comments. Thank you, everyone, for those. Um, on to Twitter. Dalton Bailey. Love that guy. He says, is there... Wait, what is he? Oh, uh, sorry. Let's go back up. Uh, Jake Friels, friend of mine, good friend of mine, uh, shows a gif of um, uh, Ultron and says he'll return. That is possible. Dalton Bailey says, is there where someone is supposed to say something still like or silly like Batman will show up and win? Oh, is this where someone is supposed to say something like Batman will show up and win? And then... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Elisha Smith comments comedy that is funny guys good job good job um, and then over on my Twitter for this program Max Vincent good friend of mine says Chris Day kills Thanos oh Chris Day uh, it's kind of an inside joke Chris Day is a it's a friend of ours let's just say that 
Uh, my brother-in-law, Kyle Anthony, literally lives two floors above me currently. Uh, replied and said, 25-minute long credits, no after-credits scene. I agree that it's going to be a very long credit scene, but I do think there's going to be an end credit scene. I think that there is. I think that a lot of people are going to want that, and it's going to blow us away. But that's just my theory. My favorite sister-in-law, Cynthia Fippen, uh, she replied, oh, this is on Instagram, by the way. I put out an Instagram story with the question, so people are answering via the story um she goes everyone left is going to go back in time so that all the people who died come back i think exactly the same thing that will probably happen i hope so i want to see some time travel um my wife sharon says hulk he's the biggest wow just wow because the question was what's your biggest prediction for Avengers Endgame. And she says, Hulk, he's the biggest. My wife, the comedian. Okay. Nathan Marshall says, time travel, exclamation point. Battle on Earth, which I would like to see. I would like to see a battle on Earth. Uh, and a battle on Titan. But I guess we do get both of those on in Infinity War. So we'll see. Uh, Michaela, Starchild Micah. Mika, I don't know how you say that. Uh, she replies, they're going to do my captain dirty because the bros don't know girl grunge. I think her captain is Captain Marvel, which, as I said in the previous podcast, was a really awesome movie, and I liked it. All right, so that kind of wraps up what people's predictions are. And like I said, my main prediction is that Captain America is going to die. There's a great comic book panel of Iron Man sitting down next to Captain America, dead on a table with a shield on his chest. And I think that would be the most amazing wrap-up for Cap's story. I love Captain America. I love that first Captain America. I mean, the whole trilogy has been amazing, the Captain America trilogy. I love Captain America, the first Avenger. That movie does not get enough credit. I hear a lot of people all like it. Uh, a lot of people go, that was forgettable. I don't think so. I love Red Skull. I love the aesthetic. It's, uh, I think the art direction and the director itself is the same guy who did the Rocketeer, which is visually distinct. It's got that art deco style. Uh, Rich Evans on Red Letter Media said on uh when him and mike covered the rocketeer like last week uh that <coughs> excuse me <coughs> that um the rocketeer's helmet is probably the most art deco thing ever created there is a lot of art deco stuff in captain america the first avenger stanley tucci is in there great great character um it's just really really cool uh well well done movie about a a uh, nice guy who will not be bullied uh, and doesn't tolerate bullies. And I think the message of the movie is great, but it's also fun to watch. Uh, but Captain America, man, I've been following him this entire time. And, you know, the MCU does a really good job at, at, at giving you interesting threads and story arcs to follow throughout these movies. It's like a big TV show. And Captain America is the one I latched on to first, even before Iron Man. I mean, I liked Iron Man a lot. I thought it was cool. But Captain America, when that movie came out, I just loved it. I loved it. And uh, I think his character has been great, consistent, uh, 
not cheesy, like still that Boy Scout, but not in a cheesy way. They did a wonderful job with the casting. Chris Evans is perfect for him. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything bad to say about the portrayal of Captain America or what they've done with the character in the MCU. I think they've done an amazing job of taking a character that looks goofy in the comics and, uh, you know, made him look and feel awesome. You know, it's believable is what I'm trying to say. So let me take another drink. Um, also, I'm looking at some stats here for Bruce Banner and the Hulk while I've got this page brought up. Apparently, Bruce Banner's only 5'9", so he's about my height. Uh, I think I'm like 5'8". Uh, as the Hulk, he's seven foot six. Wow. Banner weighs 128 pounds. Okay, that's he's a skinny dude then, man. I'm I'm shorter than him by an inch, and I weigh 210 pounds, so I need to lose some weight. Hulk weighs 1,150 pounds. So there you go. Um. Anyway, that's all I have to say about predictions for Avengers Endgame. It is coming up in literally 17 days. I could not be more excited. I have not bought my tickets yet. The plan is to go see the movie with my friend Dan, who's going to set aside some tickets. Not sure if that's going to happen because, you know, it's Dan, so anything could happen. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm uh, talking poorly about Dan and his, his uh, trustworthy abilities. Probably shouldn't talk about him like that. But he's probably listening, and he's probably going to give me a hard time about it on Instagram. And I go, but it's true. Anyways, I will be back soon with a new episode. Maybe it's going to be my review of Captain or uh, Avengers Endgame. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll get a uh, podcast recorded before then. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I would like to do a podcast episode about my theory about how they're going to introduce Green Goblin or how they could introduce Green Goblin. Maybe I'll do another episode uh, this coming week and I'll do a bonus episode of like some like talking about Mysterio and his design because pictures keep coming out. Pictures keep coming out of Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio and what he looks like and he looks awesome. Won't get too much into that, but I am trying to make a uh, Mysterio cosplay, one based on the comics. Uh, but yeah, I could do a whole episode on on my thoughts on certain Spider-Man villains and how they're going to be introduced into the MCU and all that jazz. Got lots of theories. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode, episode five of the podcast. Not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but uh, we'll get this thrown up online soon. Uh, You can check out the podcast on iTunes. You can check it out on Stitcher. You can check it out on Google Podcasts or whatever it's called. You can check it out on Anchor, which is where this gets distributed first, and then Anchor distributes it to the other platforms like a nice friend. Um yeah uh check out my twitter at jake damon d-a-m-o-n or the podcast page at the jd program uh to get updates on the podcast see pictures you're going to see pictures of those patches that i talked about today and other things as well i'll try and throw them up there anyways this has been a uh it's been fun you know i always i'm always a little bit lazy when it comes to recording podcast episodes but once i get into it and once i'm done with it i'm like that felt good i need to do that more often 
I do like doing this podcast. Uh, my goal is to have, you know, to try and do this pretty consistently through at least the end of the year, and then we'll reevaluate and keep going, you know? I just, I, I want to do better at sticking to things, and I think that part of sticking to things is disciplining yourself to just do it, in the immortal words of Shia LaBeouf with a gross ponytail. Just do it. Just do it. That, I, I guess Nike says that too. So Nike and Shia LaBeouf who do not sponsor this podcast. Thank you for encouraging me to just do it. And uh, yeah, that'll be all folks. I'll be here next time talking about some Spider-Man villains. This is Jake Damon checking out. Talk to you later, guys.